We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Bruce Pearl. Sean Shire. Sean Miller. I love the field of 16. I listen to you guys every morning. Are we still live? You can't yeah. on my radar. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid-majors, the only way to keep up college basketball is through the field of 68. All right, two weeks in a row. Good Minute Hummel podcast, and we got Robbie Hummel two straight weeks off the golf course. Uh, I think you're just getting into, you know, the mode of like having to actually work now. So like, I think you're coming, using coming, me. From, coming from the guy. What did you do all summer? What did you I do? I worked. I was grinding away all summer. <laughs> With what? The almanac. Like I took Please. a new job. You, you, you write like eight previews for the almanac and you source <laughs> out the rest of the talented writers. 42, they, 42 previews. I believe I did. Yeah, you probably took all the high major teams that you know all, all about, and That's you didn't true. do any of the grunt work with the teams you don't see. That is accurate. But I used and to do job. Listen, it's the same thing. It's the I used same to job do for doing. Athlon. Listen, Athlon. I used to do like Southland, Ohio Valley. I did three leagues every year. Yeah, I remember in college reading the the Southland previews and thinking this sucks. This is garbage. <laughs> So I'm not surprised. You didn't to hear even that. know this South that existed. Yes, I did. I was prepping for our future opponents. That's yeah. what I was doing. That's sure you were. Sure you were. Uh, <laughs> Man, the yeah, writing any, really sucks on these previews. Anybody <laughs> listening, um, buy the almanac. Buy the almanac because it is a great resource. It is good. It yeah, is really, good. really I, good. I agree. And it's honestly, probably- I will say, I think what separates the almanac is when you're looking at teams in like the Southland or teams in like the NEC and as a broadcaster it's great because it's a great resource for some of the early season games you do it's equally as in-depth and well-written as the Big Ten or the Pac-12 or the Big 12 ACC SEC preview that 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 is my biggest compliment to the Almanac might be better written because again me and Doster did all yeah actually it is better written because these two scrubs are not on those leagues very true very true all right speaking of uh of uh well I don't want to go into that I was going to use the word scrubs but I'm not going to um let's talk about as NBA training camp opens um and we're going to do our our fantasy drafts here in a little bit which love that 
Looking at we yours, gotta, we, we got to revisit last year. There were some, there were some solid picks for me, but some a couple misses. <laughs> a couple <laughs> misses. I destroyed you. I mean, it was <laughs> complete destruction for me. We need ago. some. We need to find some way to measure at the end of the season, Listen. like if we could get you know the player efficiency rating, the pers. I'll, I'll get my guy player. Evan. I'll get my guy Evan to do it. Um, I think that's the best way. Add up the player efficiency rating of every player and who has right. the highest one wins. That'd be right, that'd be solid. Okay, I'm gonna get to then that. we have data behind it. So we're gonna do that here in a in a bit. But first, I want to start with as as NBA training camp opens, and you know you're looking at in college still. Armando Baycott took uh, took the extra COVID year. Hunter Dickinson obviously you know transferred uh, instead of maybe trying to just go to the league because what more could he do? He goes from Michigan to Kansas. You know, you look at some of these bigs that that didn't use their their eligibility. You know, a couple of years ago, Kofi Coburn, he doesn't make it. He's overseas. Um, yeah. You know, Oscar Shibway. Probably, probably left some money. Not probably. Left some money, money on the table at, at Illinois that he could have made. One name really surprised me um, that didn't even get a two-way rod, and, and that's Drew Timmy. Um, yeah, almost as like you could put him up there with almost any player in the over the last three years. He's probably been as good a college basketball player as anybody in the entire country. And he gets an exhibit 10, which basically means there's nothing guaranteed. Zero. Yeah. Got to make the team. Yeah. The only person that would disagree with that is Terrence Oglesby. <laughs> he was a, a detractor of, of uh, Drew Timmy. He, he was higher on Tolu Smith, if you That's recall. Right the All-American show last year. Um, but look at who's back. You know, look at who is, if you look at the top 100 guys on the Almanac, Edie, yeah. Filipowski, Hunter yeah. Dickinson, Ryan Kalkbrenner, Donovan Klingon. Armando Baycott is in the top 10. You've got Umar Balo in the top 15. Like, you've got really, really good bigs that made that decision of, all right, the NBA has changed. The bigs aren't nearly as valued unless you can spread the floor and shoot. So I'm going to come back to school, and I'm sure I would be surprised if all of those guys are not making a million dollars this year in college. Yeah, I, I think I there's think probably like a guarantee, Rob, of, of a lot of these places probably are saying, like, all right, our collective is going to guarantee you X amount of dollars. It might be 400 might be 500 And then they're going to end up making another – 500 throughout the year on on the other stuff they're able to do yeah i i just think that the the did he money... make a mistake rob did drew timmy make a here I mean, obviously... here's the way you've got to look at this if you were talking about financially yes if it's purely finances yes he made a mistake but i think with drew timmy you're looking at a kid that said you know what i've, I've accomplished everything that i've set out to save for win a national title at gonzaga you know, what what more individually can I do? I, what he's a three time All American. He he's put up incredible numbers since his freshman year. And when you turn pro, whether it's to go to the NBA, more so for Europe, because I think that's where he's going to end up. I would assume, and I think he can be a high level European player, like a Euro League type guy. Yeah. If you want to get to that level, you've got to start building a resume. You've got to start putting together years of good play at lower levels european wise so you can now get signed by a euro cup team and the year after that you play well now you're in, in euro league and for some guys that's a two-year process for some guys it's a five-year process but you're not going to come out of gonzaga and be a high level 
European pro just based off what you did at Gonzaga. Does that make sense? So, yeah. so it's almost like you're you're starting to climb the corporate ladder. You start from over a, from a basketball standpoint. Yes. And wow. with the NBA, you know, if he makes an NBA team, then that's kind of a moot point because you're making the league minimum, you're making a million dollars. But the thing also is for Europe, when you have the NBA attached to your name, and he'd have to make the bucks. When you have the NBA attached to your name and you go overseas, you are going to make way more money than you would if you don't have the NBA attached you. to your name. That was your deal. No doubt. When I got drafted, I certainly, by the Timberwolves, 58th. You know, there's two more picks after I got picked. When I went to Spain as a rookie, I made more for sure because I'd been drafted. And then when I was out of Minnesota my first year, I got paid way more to go play for Armani in Milan because I was coming from the NBA. You you just you get a bump in pay. So I think if you're looking at this purely from finances, then yeah, Drew Timmy screwed up. He he'd be making a million bucks at Gonzaga. You know, they're gonna have a pretty good team again this year. Um, but if you're looking at what will he make Rob about, if you had to guess, what would he make this year? If he goes overseas, the market has changed so much. And I think COVID has hurt a lot of the lower teams, but I would think that drew Timmy, if he went overseas after training camp, they're going to dock him some pay because he wasn't there for their camp. Like as if that matters, but that's the way that they think you get paid to practice half the time over there. Yeah. One, one fifty. I would think. And it's it's all, again, overseas, just to, to make it clear to people watching, you're not paying for your apartment. You're not paying apartment, for Apartment, car. car, food, you have to pay for a decent taxes, amount. No taxes. So the taxes, they would pay your country taxes. So like if you're playing in Spain, they'd, they'd pay your Spanish taxes. And then you get a credit back in the States, which which is substantial. You don't pay nearly the tax that you would on a salary because of what you've paid over there. You're going to clear if you're making 150, you're going to clear like 125. Yeah, like 115, 120, yeah. 125, probably. Um, and it, it is interesting that the team can pay your taxes yeah. over there. That's really weird. I don't know. It's really bizarre. But yeah, I, I think Sounds that you cheap. have to you have to decide what lens you're looking at Drew Timmy's situation through. Is it, I need to further my career. I'm already 22 or 23 years old. I got to start this thing. Or is it, how do I make the most money right now? Because if you think about, if you can get to EuroLeague in a year or two, now you're talking about making five, six, seven hundred thousand a year. playing. Rob, Rob, that's not, if, if he wanted to make the most money right now, he would have stayed at Gonzaga. So if, if no, you're I, I know, but I'm saying if you're, if you're looking at this for a 15 year earning period, and your goal is to get to EuroLeague in three years and stay there for 10, that's when you're making 700. That's when you're making a million. That's when you're making a million. That's two. not his goal today. His goal is to make the NBA. No, I, I understand that. So, you know, then that's that's what his goal is, and that's, that's what he's going to do. But I think people are only looking at this for NIL finances this year. Yeah. And, you know, he'll take a pay cut this year. That's yeah. what he will. But it's if you're crazy. looking at it long term. It's just still crazy to me that, again – all these guys that are like, that think these two ways grow on trees. Now there's three of them per team this year. There's right. Three. They've added a two way. How many roster spots can an NBA team carry now? Is it 15? 15 plus the three two ways? I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because it used to be just 15, right? Correct. And then they added the two ways. So they've added three Exhibit spots. nines and tens. Again, for people that see these popping up everywhere, signing an exhibit nine or exhibit ten. It, there's zero guarantee with it. Zero. In fact, like 
some of these guys won't even make it to training camp. They make yeah. it to summer league and that's it. Right. So, you know, again, um, just an interesting situation that I thought was, was worthy of talking about as NBA training camps start. And you're, you know, you're seeing all these guys and you're like, where the hell is Drew Timmy? Well, Drew Timmy, again, he made the best decision for himself. I get it, but he left some money on the table right now in this, this day and age of NIL that Armando Baycott went the other direction. They yeah. were very, very similar. But but think of it: if if Drew Timmy, you know, does make an NBA team, he's he's climbing the the corporate basketball ladder. And if he ends up going overseas, he's putting in his first year of of climbing that ladder, which Armando Baycott will have to do next year. He's a year ahead of him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And you got to, you know, again, if you're Baycott, and I talked to him about it at length, like you got to like school to to take advantage of. You know, again, I, I don't think Kofi Coburn loves school. I think that's part of the reason he left. Earlier than he probably, if he my my he, thing with that though, Jeff is you don't you don't like taking online classes are that bad because <laughs> a lot of these guys aren't not that hard now right. traditional class. It's not like you're walking, yeah. you know, through the snow every day. And not that Armando Baycott's ever doing that in Chapel Hill. It's it's not snowing. Right. But I'm thinking about Kofi Coburn and Champagne. He probably took most of his classes online. Yeah, yeah, and certainly if certainly if it was, hey, coach, I'm only going to come back. If you get me in online classes, trust me, they would have found some on online classes for them. Yeah, no doubt. So, all right, let's get to our little uh, draft. Here. Should we first? Should we say the teams of last year? Yeah, you want to? I mean, you really want to put you all these people through this agony of, of seeing some of your your players? Yeah, that's fine. I don't care okay. about that. All right, your team. Yeah, Marcus Sasser, good pick. I think that I think he was the first pick in the draft, actually, because wow. point guards were at a premium last year. Yes, bigs were. There was a glutton of bigs. Yep. Jaime Hawkes, good pick. Yep. Shibway probably thought it would be a better pick than yeah. it ended up being. Yep. R.J. Davis for you. Ooh, I know that wasn't. He he did not have the year that. Not that you were hoping. That you were hoping, but I'm going to get hammered on Carolina guys here, yes, so I yes, shouldn't are. throw shouldn't throw stones when you live in no. a glass house. <laughs> uh, Keontae George, pretty good pick. Oh. Brandon Miller, uh, good Hell pick for on the court. Maybe not so great for off the court. We don't but care still, about off the court here. At Team, it's good. all performance for we Jeff. Kevin McCuller, solid season, fills a role for you. Yeah. Ryan Kalkbrenner, uh, good pick. Okay. Terrence Shannon, good pick. Mike Miles, that's a pretty good pick. Yeah. LJ Cryer, mm, he probably wasn't as good as you were hoping. He was okay. Shot he could shoot. Yeah. Amari Bailey and Jamarion Sharp was your mid-major player. You were blocking shots. Yeah. All right. Uh, my team, Kendrick Davis. Good pick. Good year. Yeah. Nick Smith, that was disappointing. Uh, did not pan out. Adam Flagler. Solid. He could shoot. Solid. Yeah. Jalen Wilson, great year. Drew Timmy, great year. Derek Lively. Yeah. If we're talking about lively end of the year, then yeah, or an NBA draft pick, yeah. But mm, Isaiah Wong, ACC Player of the Year, this is where it's about to go really south. For me. <laughs> Pete Nance did not do what I thought he was going to do. Caleb Love Oof. did not, did Oof. not, did not do great. Cam Whitmore, uh, the injury kind of derailed him. He put up numbers, but yeah, not good. okay. Dariq Whitehead, that one is tough. Uh, did not so far your bench. Hey, hey, your starters (laughs) are playing a lot of minutes so far. Hunter Dickinson, Max Acemas. You know what? There's a new sheriff in town, GM of my team, proven guys only for this team this year. (laughs) All right. So, having said that, and the only requirements here are what, how many guys did we draft? 12 or 12? 
13? Uh, I oh, think it was a little long. Let me look at that again. The requirements are, are again, you need one mid-major player. Uh, true 13 mid-major. players. 13, 13 players. Yeah. So 13 players, uh, one of which has to be a true mid-major guy. Not a not a Gonzaga, not a St. Mary's guy, but a true mid-major guy. Um, and, and, does Florida Atlantic count? Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I, I think it does. I think it has to. You know, they, right. I mean, they're they're a mid-major who made the Final Four, and then you have yeah. to have at least one freshman in your team. So, with that said, I give you the number one pick, uh, Robbie. Who okay. I am going to go. You know what? It kind of hurts to do this because they're such a glutton of bigs, but he was yeah. so much better than everybody else. So I think I have to is Edie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to, too, because your fan base, they'll disown you if you don't. So. He was not drafted last year, by the way. But neither was Armando Baycott. Remember what the Carolina fans did. But it was because there was so many other good bigs. Crazy. Crazy. Um, all right. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to match you just because I feel like I need a big early here and i'm going hunter dickinson i think he's going to be the best player on the best team in america this year all right i I don't think you can go wrong with him yeah i uh i don't i don't hate the pick all right i am gonna go man this is there's a lot more point guards this year. There are, yes. They're totally- so it's not like you have to yes. get one the way that you had to last season. That's true. Very true. I feel like there's kind of a dearth of wings. Like there's not the wing players that that yeah. really stand out. Um, boy, I'm going to go... But it hurts me to pick someone that's like down the list. But I, I'm looking at. Go ahead. All right, um, I'm gonna go with. I didn't think this would be a hard pick. You know, what? I'm gonna go Tyler Kolick. I think he's the best point guard love him. out there. Yeah. Love him, love him. So I'm gonna go with him. All right, I'm gonna match you uh, again, position for position here, and I'm gonna go with Tyrese Proctor. Bigger can really guard. Should be uh, should be poised for a massive breakout. Breakout after a breakout. Yeah. Could be Duke's best player. I know Filipowski obviously should be. I'll yep. say this: like coming off double hip surgery, mm-hmm. like you just don't know for sure with Filipowski. Yeah, yeah, yep. No, that's true. But Shire's hyped him up. Yep, yep. And I think if I've got Edie, well, I want shooting. Filipowski can shoot it, but um. No, I'm going to go Filipowski. I'm going to go Filipowski for my four, man. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go here with um, – I'm going to go Justin Moore. A year healthier. I just Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. You know, big – Just a winner. Again. He's averaged 15 a game every year. And I, I want a big backcourt. Like, I got a big-ass backcourt right now. Two guys who, who are versatile, who can both play on or off the ball. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I am going to go – I'm going to get my backup center. I'm going to go Donovan Klingon because I think he's going to have a massive year. Like, what is – that's a, a terrible pick. This is like – this is where you've never done fantasy football. You just don't draft right. like a backup quarterback with a fourth pick. 
That's true, but I think he's going to have a massive year, and it doesn't matter. At the end of the year, if he him plays together, well, you're going to play those two together. He's my backup center. I used to, he's too talented. That's it's where I'm just, going. You're you're a novice at this. You're a novice. Um, I'm, I'm looking for proven guys, and I'm looking for for production, and that's gonna that's gonna be a good pick when we look back at this at, at the only, end of the year. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how how great a pick it's going to be, but um, all right, I. You know, um, I'm going to – boy, I kind of need a – like a versatile four at this point. Like that's kind of what I'm looking for. And I'm looking for like who is the best versatile – or maybe I go undersized for I think I know who you should take, but you might not take him. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate – isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I might wait another pick for this. I might wait another pick, but... uh... The problem with this is, is that it's... I feel like there's a pretty big drop-off at like 10 where a lot of players are similar. And you don't want to draft someone in the 30s even though you need them for your roster. Right. Because you feel like you could wait. If that makes yeah. sense, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go here with. Oh. Boy, oh man, this is not easy. Uh, it was easier last year, honestly. I'm gonna go Reese Beekman. I need an elite defender. I want an elite defender that can. See, but that's what I'm talking about. That's a total. That's a total reach. He's that's gonna, the guy he's gonna that, be the. He's going to put up numbers. He's going to average fifteen a game, six assists a game, and be arguably he might. You be could the have best got you could have got him in three rounds, is what I'm saying. All right, That's but I'm filling my my starters. I need my. No, I'm worried about my pick. starting lineup right now. That was a bad pick. All right, by you. all right. Go ahead. Who do you got? You could have got you could have got Reese Beekman in freaking forever. Probably true. Probably true. Um. All right. I am gonna go. I think I want I'm gonna take this is a lot harder than last year. <laughs> so much harder. So much harder. All right. I'm I'm gonna go and this could be you might hammer this pick. <laughs> go ahead. Well you hammered mine. I'm gonna go Trey Alexander. No, I like it. So I, think, I like it because you can play him at either spot. Yeah. And you uh, need a guy like that. I mean he's got he's six four. Yeah. Yeah. No, you that that's your your big big East guy right now. By the way, big big. Well, East they're guy. they're gonna have a great year. Um, 
I'm going to go with, uh, I still need kind of a four. I'm versatile four. I think I know who you should take. And I don't. I honestly don't. Um, I wish I knew. Uh, but I don't really have a versatile four on the board right here. Um, Deron Holmes is somebody I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Is that who you're thinking? No. It was not, but he would he would fill that. Um. Oh boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with instead. I'm going with. Uh, This is so hard. So There's hard. a lot of players who are are very similar, so that makes yeah. it hard to pick. Really hard. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I need an elite shooter. I'm going Max Asmus. So much for the big guard theory that Jeff. I'm not there. Well, out. I got big guards. I got three big guards. No, I, I don't need another six-five guard. All right. I did, boy. I'm looking at filling my team out. And I think I can wait a couple rounds to get this guy, but this is what I need too. And it's almost like honestly, I don't think we're gonna pick the same guys. No, we probably won't. So it's like I won't. I don't even think you gotta worry about reaching right now. Yeah. Okay. Um I will go Terrence Shannon. Okay. Is that who you you were telling me to for, pick for the four? No, not at the four. But I, I'm just trying to think of who the four is right now. There's just man, my goodness. Um, um, man, you're really struggling. Do you watch college basketball? I'm really struggling with this right now. I'm really, really struggling. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to take another bounce back guy, Trevin Brazil. All right. I, don't I love that. him. I friggin' love him. And if he shoots 36, 37%. Like it, it'll be interesting to see if it. his bounces, if his bounces back. That's what I'm that saying. Like, I need is, that next to Hunter. It. I need that next to Hunter. To yep. Me. All right. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's incredible how easy it is to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash G-O-O-D to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. 
So we are through six. This we got six picks on the board here. So now I filled every starting spot. I'm gonna go get someone that I, I just don't think there's many guys like this. So I'm gonna go. Even though he's probably not the most heralded guy on his team, I'm going to go Elijah Martin. I think he's a beast for F Florida Atlantic. That's my mid-major guy. But you, I probably could have waited to take him. You know, like, but I love yeah. this game. No, I'm I, listen. I love both those guys, Jen uh, L. Uh, Davis and, and Elijah Martin. I, I'm just, I'll take Jen L. Now, I'll just go and follow it up and take my guy now. Even though I could wait and take him last pick, but I'll. Yeah, I'll you could play now. him at the four. You'd be small. No, Especially against my my towering size that I've got out no, here. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, your towering size that has no floor spacing whatsoever. Well, we're about to get to that. Um, I am going to draft. You need a shooter. I mean, let's face it. Like you. Need no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Aiden Mahaney. Yeah, I like Aiden Mahaney. That's a good pick. Uh, yeah, you need floor spacing desperately because I'm gonna zone the hell out of you when we play. Um. I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go Ryan Nemhard. Can never have enough point guards in your team. That Seriously, that is a rule I live by. Like three point guards, you need three dudes because if one gets hurt, you're screwed. Yeah. You All right, I'm going to go P.J. Hall, Clemson. Good pick. Another guy that can shoot it. That's who I was thinking about when you said you wanted a shooter at the four. He was on my board, but I just, yeah. Yeah. The problem is, I really believe that players 10 through 30 could similar. be taken, you know, and, and and you wouldn't really bat an eye at it. Maybe even further down the list, honestly. You know, it's funny. I'm 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 trying to find my freshman right now. I'm trying to find like the freshman that I want to take. Um, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not sure who it is right now. Um, I will, the guy I love, it's going to be interesting. To I feel see like there's two, there's two options to me from the freshman. If you're only taking one, I'm going to take Justin Edwards. That's who, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. I'm going to take Justin Edwards. He's just, he is that like skilled, talented, tough, big wing. Like you cannot have enough of those things. Well, he's just so physically gifted, right? He, yes. he's he's so physically yep. physically gifted um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go tyson walker another shot maker big shot maker yeah uh i'm going baycott i'm I'm reuniting the aau teammates hunter dickinson and armando baycott on this team nice yep well done um all right the two more picks apiece. I've got three more, dude. Three. Are we doing 13? 13? Is that what we're doing? I think so. Three yeah. more. Three more. All right. Um, what do I have? I have a five, five, three, one, two, four. All right. I, I think I'm living in. I'm living by uh by your your statement that you can never have too many point guards. Now I can't draft another point guard. I've I've got three already. How many? Yeah, yeah. Kolick, Kolick, Mahaney, and Walker. 
Yeah. So I got three point guards. I probably don't need that. I do too. I have three point guards. I got to go with somebody else in the next one. I'm going to go Bryce Hopkins, Providence. I almost took him a couple picks ago. Love him. Love him. Yeah. He's down Providence. Watching him, he's going to be a huge year. Super, you know, just versatile. Versatile, tough. Yep. Um. Uh, all right. Who else? Big wing. I need another, like, big wing. Floor spacer, if I can. That's kind of what I'm looking for right now. Um, funny, there aren't a ton of them. Uh, um, I'm gonna go with you know, I also want to get like somebody who knows their role a little bit at this point, you know what I mean? Like, that will not matter when we look back. Yeah, all that matters is you're right, you're right, productive. Yeah, That's all right. that matters. You didn't look at my picks and say, oh, man, he doesn't fit with this team. You said, oh, wow, Caleb Love played not well. You know, yeah, Pete Nance no, didn't point. play well. Good point. Good point. All right. All right. You you, you changed my, my mind on where I was going with this thing. Probably uh, dumb I, I said that because now you're going to take the person that I want to take. I don't think I will, but um, I'm going to take um, – boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, This is a harder exercise than last year. This is not nearly as I feel as like easy. we did this in like 10 minutes last year and, yeah. and flew through it. Um I'm gonna go Deron Holmes at Dayton. Another mm -hmm. big athletic big. I still need like a three. I need another three. I'm gonna go uh Baylor Sharman. Yep. Have you seen the new look Baylor Sharman? I have not. Bald, no, yeah, like, like, doesn't look shaved his head. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take a look. Google Baylor Shireman. It's, it's a completely different look. I'm not sure. New, you new season, new season, baby. Sorry, I'm not sure you draft him uh, because of his haircut. Yeah, you might not. You might not. It's, it's just a shock. It's one of those complete shocks that you're gonna be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can buy into this yet. I need to see it with my own eyes. Um, all right, I'm going. I need a big wing. I feel like your team is screwed, honestly. You just haven't done the job that I thought you would do. I'm a little rattled here. I got to tell you, this is not an easy one. I wasn't nearly as prepared as I should have been. My GM skills. I just felt like it would be easy beating your ass again because, like, I looked at our no, team. No, it's box. a new me. You know what? I learned a lesson, a very valuable lesson last year. <laughs> do not bet on the unknowns. Go with the knowns. A, have you taken a freshman yet? I'm about to, unless you, you know. I'm not taking another freshman. Are you kidding? Um, <clears throat> I, I, I got to get a big friggin' wing. And I just like, who is out there? Coleman Hawkins is out there. I'm not taking Coleman Hawkins right here. Um, I'm going to take a big wing, but I just don't know who to take. All right. Um, I'm Tolu Smith. Yeah. Do T.O. a solid. Take, take Tolu. Um. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take. This is brutal. Man, this is really you hard. suck at draft. We need a clock. We need a timer. I know we do. I know we do. We totally do. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with. Um, my God, 
Um, 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 who am I forgetting? Just take a player, dude. Trying to. This is a lot of pressure for these last picks. This is where you make your money here. I'm going to go Tyson Degenhart at Boise. Oh. You can Look at you up. going with two mid-major players. I am. I am. All right, I'll, I'll go Isaiah Collier for my last pick. All right, so I got one more? Yep. I'm going to take – I'm going to roll the dice on Aaron Bradshaw with my last pick. I'm going to roll the Man, dice. Not I a good end of the draft for you. Not a good end of the draft for you. It's risky. It's a risk. I get it. But if Aaron Bradshaw is healthy and I got Edwards and Bradshaw, one this, of those – This reeked of desperation from you after you couldn't decide on pick 12 and then just said if a guy is healthy – and you've got if Trayvon Brazil is healthy, man. I, a I couple bounce back guys. I, you I, you have it? uh and if Justin Moore is healthy, which he should be, he, he's had enough time. Yeah, he's a but. year removed. Brazil still has had a while. He might come out a little rusty. I, I love my my starting group because frankly, we are for the most part, uh, we can switch on we can switch one to four for sure. You know, uh Proctor, Justin Moore. Beekman, I, I I expect Brazil to play the four for me, and then Hunter, uh, Hunter, you you gotta you gotta guard my man. Like my message for Hunter Dickinson here as my number one pick, um, guard man. defense has got to be. A, There's no way we lose to Hummel's team. There's that's no smart. Way. That's smart that you drafted an offensive minded center and are going to tell him that his his mindset has to be that he has to guard. Just that's that's be, good. No, he's just got to try. No, I just think you know. I you're hear the play fourth... Edie and Klingon together. You're no, going to be I'm the not. only knucklehead. You're going to throw Edie and Klingon out there together. When did I say that? Klingon is Edie's him. backup, dude. He they they played not together. Here's the thing, All right? Kolek, elite passer. We have Trey Alexander, Terrence Shannon, two guys that are big guards. You get the paint. We have Filipowski, talented, but we're bringing shooting off the bench. Mahaney, PJ Hall, Tyson Walker, Shireman. We've got everything on this team. You can mix and match the way you want to. We've got talent. We've got size. We've got shooting. My team is head and shoulders better than yours this year. It's not. I, even I would like. A, I would like a repeat. I bet you said the same thing last year. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I believe in my in myself. In my GM <laughs> yeah, ability. You believe in your GM skills. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna replay. We'll, we'll take a look at it like. Midway, when I get to Charleston, that's when we'll take a look at this. <laughs> when you go into vacation mode and you vacation stop watching mode. games, you're like, oh, let's let's go over the draft. Man, I'm going to see you next week, right? We're going we're gonna yeah, to see yeah, you yeah. in person out there in Vegas. Next yep, week. yep. We got Pac-12 uh, Media Day and then the Mountain West WCC Co-Media Day, which will be interesting. But makes sense. Yeah, it's we, smart by them. Why not? A lot, Why of, not? lot of West Coast flavor out there. Bringing, bringing us all out there. We'll be out there and, and – uh, yeah, I might honestly, if you see me shedding tears on Wednesday at Pac-12 Media Day, just stay away from me, all right? Because it's going to be a tough day for me. The Pac-12 is 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 dead, and uh, nowhere yeah, you, UCLA. How often do you go out to watch? Well, I guess you're an Arizona grad, so I try to get out there every year. Boy, what a great alum you are! You try to get out there once a year. Well, I can't drive there like you can. I can drive to. Oh, I drive to Purdue. Yeah. No, that's true. But you know, even if I went to like Florida or Cal or Washington, I'd I just fly out. I'd I make assume it a point. you'll be at you know I'm going to be at your alma mater. I'm going to be at the Xavier Purdue game before the Champions Classic the night before. Will you be there? I don't. I don't think I'll be there. I don't think so. You got another game. 
Um, no, I just well, what night is that? That's well, you're the, just uh, not a fan. You're you're, you're just not, you're not going to support your alma mater, is what you're saying. Well, some of us have to actually work. You know, we don't get that is work. Attend, we don't Boy, get that is work. Watching a good game like that, you just attend the games. You have the easiest job in America. You I'm watch right college again. basketball games and only go to the the biggest ones, I'm and right then you go to Charleston for six weeks and don't seven. go to seven any game this year it'll be seven we're extending <laughs> last year it was six this week it this must year, be nice seven. to be rich as jeff is so. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm grinding it in charleston i can get more done i'm actually protecting myself by going to charleston how so i'm getting a little older i might fall in the in the ice here in boston <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, you're too soft to handle these boston winners now there's there's no question about that by the way you haven't asked me how how we got knocked out of the softball playoffs. Knocked out in the first wow. round. It's a big upset. How'd you pl- how did you play? I, I, I think I told you I hit two home runs game one. We lost. And uh and then game I don't two, believe you can hit a ball over the fence. I really don't. I'll get you on a group chat with a couple of these young guys and they can confirm it. All they right? could lie. Unless there's video, lie. I don't I don't believe that. They're I want to lie. see how how far is the fence? Is this like a little league field you guys are playing on? No, it's where you a, where you hit like a high, you hit like a, a pop netting. up. It's a high you, hit a pop, you hit a pop-up and it just the the wind carries it out. Is that no, how this I, works? I actually hit a bomb. The first one was a bomb. Second who, one was, who would you compare your hitting style to? Like Frank Thomas? Rob Deere. Do you remember Rob Deere? No, no I'm kidding. You don't remember Rob Deere. I, I would say um uh Tony Gwynn, maybe. <laughs> the, the guy that struck out 20 times over like 20 years. That's don't me. Buy that. Don't That's me. It. I can hit wherever you want me to hit it. You're you're not Tony, was Tony Gwynn. Gwynn. It's honestly offensive to Tony Gwynn that you would ever compare. That'd be like me. Be, who who do you compare your your basketball game to, Rob? Michael Jordan? No, <laughs> you can't do that. You cannot do that. I have a similar body as Tony Gwynn. Body build. Do you remember? He Tony was what he was way built? stronger. You're just you're just like, fat. Yeah. You're He's just fat. He, he was a little bigger, but he was still strong. He was. Here's also my question beast. for you. Here's my big question for you. All right, this is a real debate and a dilemma we had. So we hit 14 guys. The manager chose to hit 14 guys in the playoffs. Um, and, and, and again, 12, 13, and 14, 12, 13, and 14 didn't hit that well in the playoffs and hadn't hit as well. There was, a, there was a little bit of a delineation, you know, 1 to 11 and then 12, 13, 14. Great dudes. They were there most of the year. Would you, the other team hit 11? 10 or 11. I, I think they hit 11. Um, would you hit come playoff time? Would you, if you were the manager, would you hit your top 11 or would you have hit all 14? It sounds like you guys were playing at the boys and girls club. Everybody hits league. Unless you have 14 players that are the exact same ability. And I think it's bad for your rhythm. You don't bat nearly as much. I I, not bad 14. That's way too many. Way too many I, I agree. Um, but it's a tough dilemma in, in softball. But you also but, might piss off some of your players, and yeah, it might buddies. not be worth doing it's a hard that. deal. Um, before – now, can we get away from your softball talk because we know yes. that you're terrible? Absolutely. Just really quickly, who were some guys – I remember last year we had some very upset people when their players weren't drafted. Um, so I think that we should just list some guys I, that should – are up there. Should have been drafted. Like a Ryan Kalkbrenner. Yeah. You know, yeah Creighton yeah. fans will be like, well, how is this not? Well, because we all took Edie, Hunter, Klingon. 
Yeah, he was the one that I would say was not drafted that was a lock that should have been drafted. Other than that, yeah, maybe maybe Wade Taylor at Texas A and M, the dude that lives at the foul. But line, again, like right here, but, but you're all you're comparing him. Did you take Cryer? No, didn't take so Cryer. Would be another guy. We're like, but if if you see Proctor, A. Smith, Tyson Walker, Justin Moore, you know Ryan Nemhard. There's another Aiden guy. Haney. Other than Colk Brenner, I'm not sure, Rob, there's another guy on here that like like would say like you guys screwed up royally by not having him on, on your team. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Colk Brenner yeah. would have that beef, but other than that, I mean those guards are all pretty similar level players. They do yeah. different things, but you could go any direction you want. Then you talk about like a Terrence Shannon who might be rated higher down the list of players with when you look at the almanac deal, but he's there's there's not many guys like him that are six, seven and just live at the basket, you know? So it, there was a dearth of guards this year after last year. Remember we, we took point guards with the first pick because there weren't really, and we probably could have went Dewan Harris. Um, He's a, you know, he's a winner and he got left off last year too, but we were, I think you took, uh, you took uh, Marcus Sasser and I and I took Kendra Davis because those right. were really the only two point guards out yeah, there. It's, and okay, so coming out of this, that is the biggest takeaway, right? Is the, the point guard position this year will be much better in college basketball. Yeah, last year it was kind of like, who is going to be out there? You right, know, like who who's going to be There's that? A guy? lot of good ones now. There's a lot, you know, guys that that weren't quite as proven last year, like Kolick. Right yeah, call. nobody yeah. had. I mean, think, think about this: when you're talking about league guards, you you've got Kolick, you've got Aismas, you've got Wade Taylor, you've got Tyson Walker. Although Hogard, you could argue, is more of the lead guard. You've got Ryan Nemhard, yep. um, Jamal Shed, yep. Nigel Pack. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good players that are point guards this year. So it's it's a different yeah. Dewan Harris, different yep. different deal from last season for sure. All right. Well, we'll we'll take a look at this in in the. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm I know good. you are. You know what? I'm not feeling quite as dominant as I did a year ago. Like a year ago, I looked at your team. I just I- needed North Carolina to not totally suck. But, but I mean, Nick, Smith, still, Nick Smith got hurt. Nick Smith. Blinken is your fourth pick was just baffling to me. But I but, just oh, I love I love his talent. Oh. And you know what? No one is going to remember where Clayton was picked when he's first team All Big East and puts up a monster year. So you should have just loaded up with all bigs. Your first five picks should have been all bigs because they're all going to be good. They're all going to have numbers. But listen to what you said. We need Hunter Dickinson to take a real defensive approach on my I team. Just one hundred. Like I'm just trying to get to Hunter. On Why this. would you say that? Then you should have taken a guy like Cockbrenner. If you really Hunter. believe that, then you're an idiot, and you should have taken Cockbrenner. No, because I love I love Hunter. I, I think Hunter. I'm not saying him. you don't, but the first comment you made about drafting him was, "I need Hunter." to take a defensive mindset when he is he's an offensive center i know but we've surrounded he's him great. with great defenders we've also surrounded him with guys who can go then why do you need him to take a defensive mindset well i just need him to be like solid defensively i don't need him to be like no i need him then why didn't you take cockbrenner dominant offense why didn't you take ryan cockbrenner then someone who will be a defensive center because if that's what you need hunter i think hunter's better well, yeah, I'm not saying he's not, but your logic is just so flawed, you know. And then we'll, the we'll end, the way you my end, logic at the black the way you ended the draft will be thought of for years to Are come. You, wait, wait, I have a question. You know, it's like 
how old are you now? How old are you now? 34. You're 34 going on like 50, first of all. Because you, no, you, I'm not. You are you gonna go out I'm, next week? I'm still week young and fun. On, on Wednesday night, or or even Tuesday night when we get in, we get into Vegas a little bit, I think about the same time. But hold on, let me look at what time what time I get in there. I think I land at about uh eight o'clock or so. I land. Um, my flight. My eight thirty-five for me. I think I think I land around the same time. Eight thirty-five. Are you are you actually are you going to go to bed right away? Probably. I want to I want to have a high level performance for Sirius XM and Pac-12 Media Day. <laughs> there it is. Here's what my schedule is next week. All right, I got. I'm doing a Bulls game on Sunday. Yeah, I'm traveling to Big Ten Media Day Monday. Big Ten Media Day is Tuesday. Pac-12 Media Day Wednesday. Mountain West Media Day Thursday. I'm doing a stadium show, something that you know nothing about, on that Friday. And I've got Bulls games Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. I've got to work, dude. Dude, you haven't worked in four months. <laughs> well, I've been working on my golf game, getting down to a four <laughs> handicap. That's been work. Literally, you since <laughs> April hit. April, whatever the date was. I've done more stadium shows this summer than you have ever done. And you've been an employee <laughs> there for three years. That's what's amazing. You do one show for them a year, the draft show. And you, you live in Chicago. You you were not good on that show, I didn't think. Oh, I, I thought, was phenomenal on that show. What are you talking I thought about? that the I other you. The I other analysts you on that show. The other analysts were were much more prepared and better on TV. You should have heard what Cam Smith said about you after that. Cam was dogging me. I had to leave. I had to go do Sirius XM. Yeah, right. You left in the middle of the show. I left with like 20 minutes to go, dude. 20 minutes to go. Unbelievable. All right. We'll see you next week. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Good minute to Humble (laughs) Pod. We'll see you from Vegas next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.